Welcome to Beyond the Body, a podcast for women who aren't afraid to dive deep into who they are, embrace discomfort, and level up their mind, body, and life. I'm your host, Christina Slater. If you've ever struggled with body image, self-worth, or knowing how to take your fitness to the next level, you have come to the right place. We go deeper than just the latest fad diet or trending workout to provide you with the mindset tools to transform your body, upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I'm your host, Christina Slater, and today we are going to be talking about meal prep. So if you are new to meal prep, you're trying to implement meal prep into your life in a meaningful way, or maybe you've kind of done it before, but struggled to just find your flow and find what worked for you when it came to prepping your food, or maybe you're someone who really wants to get their health and nutrition on track, but you just don't feel like you have the time to meal prep. And even if you did, you don't really know where to start. This episode is for you. I'm going to walk you through a ton of different strategies, a ton of different techniques for various lifestyles and various personalities, really, when it comes to finding a meal prep strategy that works for your preferences and your life. So before we do get into the actual value, I want to tell a little story. So I recently went to Vegas. It was my first time ever in Las Vegas. And it was my little vacation trip for my birthday. So I, of course, was enjoying myself. But I did track all of my food while I was there. Every single bite of food, every single thing I ate and drank, all of it I tracked. And I wasn't trying to hit certain targets. It was really the first time in my life in so many years that I wasn't actually trying to hit certain targets. I was literally just tracking to see what I was eating for my own curiosity. And honestly, I guess I had kind of forgotten how easy it is if you are someone who eats out all the time or someone who just doesn't understand nutrition, how easy it is to overeat and completely undereat when it comes to protein. So myself and my partner, like we almost never eat out because he's an amazing cook and I don't cook, but he is very good at it. And I don't really like restaurant food. And I'm very particular about my food, not picky eater. I'm definitely not a picky eater. I'll eat everything, but I'm particular about my portions. I'm particular about the quality of the food that goes in my body. And I don't trust restaurants sometimes. <laughs> so this was the first time that we had eaten out a lot and a lot of days in a row, probably ever, <laughs> really. I usually am adamant on bringing my own meal prep. And we did actually bring our own meal prep, <laughs> um, but we did eat out quite a bit. So of course, I have the knowledge of what's in foods and how to eat higher protein and lower calorie, et cetera. But even with the knowledge that I have in my brain for that as a coach, I was like, wow, Like I didn't realize how much I was eating in these restaurant meals and how little protein I was getting in some of them. And I did bring my own protein meals and I did bring my own protein supplements. So I still hit my targets, but <laughs> when it comes to protein, but yeah, I was honestly kind of shocked how easy it would be for just a typical person to have no idea and feel like they're eating so healthy, but be so far off. So let's get into the actual value, the actual tips. And of course, most important thing is you need to know what your nutritional requirements are for your body and for your goals. If you don't know that, sure, you can meal prep and it might save you from snacking on random shit, but it's not going to get you where you want to be because everyone's nutritional requirements are so very different. So if you're just prepping your food to freaking wing it, like why? Why half acid? Why waste your time? Like 
If you want to optimize your health and fitness, nutrition is arguably the biggest part of it aside from your mindset. So let's do it right. So step number one across the board is know how much you should be eating. Know how many carbs you should be intaking. Know how much protein you need. Know how many fats you need. Know how much fiber you need. And ideally, how much you should be having per meal, per portion, so that you can optimize your training. What do you need pre-workout? What do you need post-workout? How many times a week are you working out? Is your goal to lose weight? Is your goal to gain muscle? Because all of those things, they do matter, okay? However, when it comes to the big struggles with nutrition and the big struggles around meal prep is a lot of people, we find ourselves wanting to grab something quick, right? And that's where meal prep really comes in handy because you've already prepared it. So if you can set aside kind of what we usually tell our clients is about one to two hours, two times per week to cook in bulk, it's going to save you so much energy because I mean, some people love cooking, but most of us don't want to be cooking every day. And sometimes we don't have a spare four or five hours once a week to do like a massive batch cook. All right. So we usually say anywhere from one to two hours, two times per week to cook your main food groups in bulk is going to be a huge time saver in the long run. Of course, you can definitely meal prep once a week for a longer duration. And we have quite a few clients who do use that method. Um, However, you're typically then going to have to freeze some meals or certain parts of meals. And we're going to touch on that a little later on in the episode. The next kind of struggle that comes up with people who are a little bit resistant to meal prep, but they still have those uh, big goals that require proper nutrition is that they don't like eating the same meals every day. Okay. And another question I get a lot is, hey, is it okay to eat the same meals every day if I like the same meals? And yes, it is. The biggest thing though is is making sure that you are getting variety, ideally like across the month or (laughs) throughout the week, or just making sure that you are getting the nutrients you need. Because if you're eating the same meals and they include all the nutrients that you need, great. But if they don't, then you can encounter imbalances and deficiencies in certain vitamins or certain minerals But I mean, if you're not exhibiting any signs of deficiencies or symptoms, you can pretty correctly assume you you don't have them, but you can always get blood work done to know for sure. But if you are someone who doesn't like eating the same meals every day, a couple of recommendations. So what I do is I like to prep in bulk because then I can mix and match. Because for me, I'm not picky at all, but I prefer to not eat like chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice. And then the next week, beef and sweet potato, beef and sweet potato, beef and sweet potato. I like to mix and match. Like I might want chicken and sweet potato and then I might want turkey and normal potato and then I might want turkey and sweet potato and then I might want beef and quinoa. Like, you know what I mean? I like to I like to mix and match. Even though I eat the same base food groups, I like to mix them up sometimes. So that's why I prep in bulk. And that makes it easy because if I want to cook a lot of different options, I can. Or if I only want one or two options, I can. So I'll cook my proteins and my carbs in bulk. Typically the fats I eat, I don't cook them because I usually go for like avocados and olive oils and those types of things. But yeah, I prep my, or I shouldn't say I, usually my boyfriend cooks it, but I do, I've been doing my fair share of cooking lately, to be honest, Um, which is a lot more than normal because I used to not cook at all. But anyways, we prep our food in bulk. And another thing, so if you are someone who works who who works like shift work or who works very long hours and you're away from your home 
this strategy might not work for you. We'll touch on some things that might. But if you're someone who doesn't work shift work or you're at home a lot of the time, you're a stay-at-home mom or you work from home, what we do in that case is we just put the bulk food in Ziploc baggies and then we portion it out as needed. Okay, so that is a style of meal prep. Some people think that meal prep just means putting your food in containers. I don't like to stockpile my fridge with 8 million containers. I used to do that and there's times that I still decide to go that direction. But usually I will just pre-portion my meal onto a plate when I'm going to eat it. So I know like I need X amount of this protein. I need X amount of this carbs and this amount of vegetables. I'll weigh it out, put it on my plate, warm it up and eat it instead of having it pre-portioned in a container. Because again, I don't know what I want to eat that day. Like maybe I want protein, maybe I want um, chicken instead of, I don't actually like chicken. So I probably would never pick that, but shouldn't say I don't like it, but it's my least favorite protein for sure. But maybe I want beef and not ground turkey. And of course I might need a different portion of that but I do have the knowledge and our clients have the knowledge to know what portion of each proteins they would need. Additionally, if you're someone who does get sick of things quite easily, make sure you invest in various healthy sauces and seasoning so that you can spice up your food, right? So one week you could do like taco seasoning and then you could do Italian seasoning and then you could do like honey mustard and then Frank's hot sauce and just like change up what you're adding to your food. That way, again, like if you prep it in bulk, you can season each meal differently or you could prep each thing in bulk. Just make sure you have like each flavor in bulk, but just make sure you have a variety of sauces and seasonings to choose with, to choose from, I should say. Now let's bring it back to the frozen food thing. So some of our clients like to meal prep, a big meal prep at the beginning of the week. I don't do that usually, but I did used to do that. And again, most of you who have tried that will probably find that the food goes bad really quickly. And if you're new to meal prep and you find your food goes bad and you're eating this like old food that doesn't taste good, like, oh, I could see why you would get turned off from it. So if you do have to freeze some food, try to freeze the foods that taste okay when they're reheated, okay? And we all have different preferences for what type of foods we like to reheat and what we don't. Like for me, I do not like reheated frozen eggs. Like do not like it. I also don't like, I don't mind frozen veggies if they're bought frozen, but like if you freeze, like cook them and then freeze them and then heat them back up, like they taste nasty to me, but I can eat frozen meat. I can eat frozen rice or potato. Like to me, that tastes fine, but I would never choose to freeze like, my entire meal or my vegetables or like eggs or anything like that. So freezing food is totally okay. It lasts like forever. If you vacuum seal it, it lasts even longer than forever. (laughs) But pick and choose what you freeze if you're someone who is particular about the food that you reheat. I'm also just going to throw this one in there. Protein pancakes are so versatile. So at Cut and Conquer, we have probably like 18 different recipes for protein pancakes. Like you can literally make them super high calorie, super low calorie, ultra high protein, moderate protein, like with different ingredients and they freeze super well. So you could cook like 800 protein pancakes and like have 800 different recipes (laughs) and they taste delicious when you reheat them. And I don't eat them as pancakes. I like, I know it sounds funny, but I don't put like syrup on them and cut them up. I eat them like a cookie. (laughs) Next obstacle that comes up a lot when people are just getting into meal prepping is they're like, oh my God, this recipe takes too long. And I feel you like that to me would be like my biggest meal prep objection because 
I don't like cooking. I don't got time to be in the kitchen. I have no desire to cook a delicious thing and like eat it. Like (laughs) someone else can cook me something delicious and I'll eat it. But if it's just me cooking, I'm like, no, man, I'm going to stick to the most basic shit because that's fine with me. (laughs) So if you find that you're like, oh, I'm trying to make this cauliflower crust pizza. For example, like my sister, she's one of our assistant coaches in the community and she does a lot of cooking classes with our clients. And a lot of them actually love it, which I love it too, but I don't like cooking. (laughs) But she's someone and Brittany too, a lot of our coaches are like fantastic cooks and they make these amazing recipes. I'm like, that's not me. But some people truly find joy in like following a recipe. I have no desire to do that. And when I try to follow a recipe, I never follow it. I'm like, oh, I don't think it needs that much of that. So I'm going to use this much instead. And they never turn out. And then I wonder why. (laughs) So if you're like my sister or like Brittany or Samantha loves cooking as well, then it's super fun because you can experiment and try to make all these macro-friendly healthy meals. But if you're like me, just stick to the basics, like find five things that you like and just do that. As long as you're getting in your essential nutrients, that is the biggest thing. Your progress will not be broken by sticking to the basics as much as it will be trying to do these extravagant recipes if you're if that's not your thing. That's another reason at Cut and Conquer, when we have clients join, we typically get them to stick to very basic foods for their first like four to six weeks. One, A, because whole foods are super, super important and it's essential to be eating whole foods, but it's also for simplicity. We never want to have a client come into the community and be like, okay, this week you're going to make cauliflower crust pizza. And then you're going to make this crazy, healthy pasta dish with cottage cheese, Alfredo sauce, which I don't like Alfredo sauce, but you know what I mean? There's like these crazy recipes. And sometimes that's so overwhelming for people. So we typically get to, we start people with really basic stuff that's going to get you into momentum, get you feeling good, get you seeing results. And then we can work from there and be like, okay, how's this meal plan going? How are the foods going? How are you feeling? How's your body responding? And are you enjoying this? Because enjoying your nutrition and enjoying your program is so important. You're not going to continue something that you're not enjoying. Now, another option. So a lot of people, maybe I shouldn't say a lot. Some people feel they don't even have time to cook at all. Okay. And they ask, can I order from a meal prep company? Okay. So the answer, of course, is you can. I find I've ordered from a lot of different meal prep companies. Some are better than others, but across the board, they are never 100% accurate with their portions. So if you are OCD like me, just know that you're probably going to have to tear apart that meal and weigh it all in order to be sure that it's the portions that you requested. Obviously, meal prep companies are pushing out mass orders. So it's not like I'm not faulting them for that. I'm just giving you that knowledge that um, if you ordered a meal with 30 grams of carbs and 30 grams of protein and 10 grams of fat, it's probably not going to be that. However, ordering from meal prep services can be super helpful. I've definitely done it, especially when it's like busy season in my life or when my boyfriend's out of town and I have no one to cook for me or if we're going on a road trip or we're going out of town, we almost always order customized prepped meals so that we don't have to worry about bringing food with us. Another thing to be aware of though is beware of added sauces and added extras because sometimes the meal prep company doesn't include the calories or the macros of the sauces in the calories and macros for that meal. Okay. So just be super careful of that. That's why I usually just use my own sauces. (laughs) And another thing worth mentioning is 
meal prep services, especially customized meal prep, it can be a more, it can be expensive, right? So if you want to go that direction, but you want it to be helpful long-term and I was like, oh, I'm going to blow 300 bucks on some meal prep for the next two weeks and I'm going to not be able to afford it again. And it won't really have helped me long-term. Just order enough. So you have like one prepped meal per day and then do the other ones yourself. Because honestly, breakfast is pretty easy to do. Like if I can do my own breakfast, you can do your own breakfast. And then if you have one prepped meal and then you can make your own other meal and then your other meal is more like a snack type meal, that's going to save you so much time. Right. And it's not going to be nearly as expensive as ordering like three or four meals a day from a company. So I usually tell my clients if they're someone who works crazy shift work, they're working like a shutdown, they're on like six and one. I'm like, yeah, man, like don't, don't stress yourself out trying to cook and meal prep for four hours this week or two hours or anything. Just like order from a meal prep company. Right. So it can be super helpful when you are just crazy, flat out busy or if you are going away. Now, speaking of travel for a minute, (laughs) if you are going on a road trip, you're going out of town, make sure you freaking prep some food and snacks for yourself because otherwise, you know, you're going to stop at a gas station. You know, you're going to go in. They don't really have that many good options. Like if you're lucky, maybe you can get, I don't know, an energy drink and like a protein bar. But usually most people go for, I don't know, chips (laughs) and candy. Eating out when you're going away does not have to be crazy expensive, especially if you're trying to stay on track. Like bring your own food. I'm not targeting anyone, but we go out of town sometimes for things. And there's other people who go out of town with us and they eat at restaurants for like every single meal. And I'm like, what a fucking waste of your money and your body in progress. Like you could eat way tastier food, way healthier food and cheaper food if you just brought some yourself. You're going to get in a bagel with cream cheese for breakfast when you could have brought something that was free, not free, I shouldn't say free, but something significantly cheaper with way more nutrients. Like it doesn't take that much time to prep some food. And that's coming from me. And I know I said like, I don't cook a lot, but even before I was with my partner who cooks for me, like obviously I cooked for myself. I would have died if I didn't, right? So bring road trip food, bring road trip snacks. I always bring overnight oats with me. I always bring packages of protein with me. I am pretty crazy. So I bring eggs with me. I either cook them or I bring them if I'm able to cook them somewhere else. That one might be a little bit more extreme, but you could definitely cook them into like little egg cups. Um, I've done that before as well. I don't do that one anymore because I'm just not in the egg cup mood lately. haven't been for like a year, but I usually just cook my eggs in bulk and I bring them. I love eggs. So (laughs) that's why I do that. We prep our food in little baggies and we bring it usually rice or potato, sweet potato with ground turkey or beef. And we bring our sauces, we bring our lettuce, we bring some peppers and (laughs) that's what we eat when we go out of town. And it sounds extreme, but it's, it's not extreme as is what you make it right. I find it extreme to go out to Tim Hortons and then go to Boston pizza and then go out to another restaurant and spend like $400 on your family when you're traveling for food that's not even good for you. So it's all in your perspective and how important your goals are to you. Another really good option for traveling is fruit. So things like berries, super low calorie, high volume, even like apples, oranges. They're easy to eat when you're traveling. Um, They're not too messy. I don't mind some beef jerky, rice cakes, rice crackers. I typically try to avoid nuts or anything that's like relatively high in fat just because fat does have more calories per gram. Of course, we need fats, 
But when you're traveling, typically you're sitting for longer periods of time. So I tend to go a little heavier on the proteins and the carbs because there are less calories per gram and it gives you more volume to snack on if you're like sitting in a car or an airplane than if you're eating nuts because you need a tiny bag of nuts and you ate like 900 calories. I also like to bring hummus um, with veggies or I like also to bring protein pancakes. <laughs> so if you are a client, you can go into our nutrition guide in the client community and there's actually like a ton of resources on how to prep for travel, what to prep for travel, how I prep for travel, what snacks to bring and everything like that. But finally, for the listeners, our final tip here is for those of you who struggle to cook and meal prep for your family, for your kids, for your partner, because I know that is a huge struggle. I see it across the board in various Facebook groups, moms and wives just being like, I don't know what to cook for my partner. And I'm trying to stay on track with my fitness goals. I got to cook eight different meals because one kid likes this and one guy likes this. And you know what I mean? So of course, sometimes I guess we just got to cook different meals, but a few tips that our clients really like doing themed meals. Okay. It makes it pretty easy because you can stay on track with your goals. Maybe your partner likes to eat different things, but if you theme your meals like Mexican night, and then maybe you have, like, if you were doing Mexican, you could do like a taco salad, but someone else could do tacos or burritos or nachos because all the main components are still there, right? Like beef with taco seasoning or ground turkey and lettuce and tomatoes and tortillas, right? Like it's it's all the same main components. You could also do like a Chinese theme and you could make like a healthy fried rice. You know, you could put egg in there, egg whites, like maybe shrimp, fried up, add some soy sauce, some peas, whatever else goes in fried rice. And then you could have that with your main protein source, but then maybe someone else in your family wants to have sweet and sour pork. And that's not really the epitome of health. So you don't have to choose that, but maybe your kids do or your partner does. Another good one is like Greek. So you could do a Greek salad with what's that called? Tzatziki. Mm, I love that. You can make a super healthy one with Greek yogurt and dill and whatever else you put in there. And then almost like the souvlaki. So you could even do like chicken or you could do any protein, beef, salmon, shrimp, whatever. And then other people could have like the pita bread or if they wanted that, um, you wouldn't necessarily have to. Not that it's bad, but I know some people are maybe going to have rice or a potato, right? So you can theme the week or theme the night. And that way everyone in your family can enjoy it. You can also get your kids involved in the meal prep. So they're probably going to be more inclined to eat the food or at least try the food if they help make it. And then some people say like, oh, my partner, even though my partner's supportive, like it's frustrating having to cook him different food and like he doesn't cook his own food, right? So the advice that I typically give in that situation is kind of one of two things. So either have a conversation about your partner with your partner, like you are an adult, you can cook your own food. These are my goals right now and they're very important to me. And this is what I'm working on. So you're going to cook your own food. And because you're supporting me in that aspect, I'm going to support you with XYZ when it comes to your goals and make sure that you do something for your partner, because that's a big thing. If your partner goes from not cooking their own food to cooking their own food to support you, right? So in exchange, you're going to do something to build up your partner. The alternative option would be to still have that conversation. But if your partner literally like can't cook or is like very opposed to it and you deeply care about your partner and don't want to bring about a conflict, unfortunately, continue cooking their food for them if that's like what you do. But explain to them that 
that's a sacrifice that you are willing to make for them, but you need their support in another area, right? Because it's a give and a take. It's a two-way street when it comes to a relationship. So if you're giving something, you should be getting something in return. And it's not like, oh, it has to be this in exchange for this, but it should be a fair relationship where you're both supporting one another and both willing to make certain sacrifices to help lift one another up at various times for your goals. So that is it. That is all for our meal prep episode. I tried to pack as much value into this one as possible. So if you guys liked it, if you got some tips for your meal prep, please, it means the world to me. Take a screenshot. I love to know who is tuning in. I love to know what you guys learned. Take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at Nyfina and let me know that you were listening. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at Nyfina and tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.